0: Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shearer, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest today is Blake Bayardo, VP of Marketing and Communications at Revotrack, a company offering a SaaS solution for school operations. Blake, it's great to have you on the show. Hey, Jeremy, happy to be here. Super
1: excited to get the opportunity to speak to you today.
0: So say a few words about your solution and about the people that you market to.
1: Well, Rebel track is a software as a service solution built for school operations specifically to help them become more efficient in the areas of facilities, maintenance, and custodial operations. The people that we normally market to are um, school administrators in the higher level, more the decision makers, so superintendents, assistant superintendents, and then directors in the areas of maintenance and operations.
0: Okay, very good. So, When we spoke a few weeks ago, you said that to build relationships with those folks, you're influenced by something called social exchange theory. So explain what that is and how you put it to use. So social
1: exchange theory is a theory built in the communications realm. And what it specifically looks into is how we form relationships. And the premise is that as we're forming these relationships, we essentially make a list of all the things that we want to get out of the relationship. So as we form business relationships, personal relationships, romantic relationships, as the relationship evolves, we continually ask ourselves, am I getting out of this relationship what I want to get out? And then we have to make these decisions as it evolves and goes on in time of whether we want to stay in the relationship based on what we're getting out of it. And it's really built around the idea that all relationships or great relationships are mutually beneficial. So we're both getting value out of it.
0: Okay, very good. And so give me an example of how you use that to connect with the people you want to get to know. So in business,
1: especially nowadays with Facebook marketing and everything being so personalized to people, we really try to go in there and every interaction that we have figure out What is this person trying to get out of it? Why are they talking to us? What are they expecting out of this specific meeting that we're having, whether it be an introductory meeting or we're showing a demo or it's time to start discussing price. We're really trying to figure out what their motivations are, what they're trying to get out of the conversation or the interaction that we're having so that we can make it mutually beneficial.
0: Okay. So that sounds like learning as much as you can about your audience So yet you can better provide value to them and make sure that they're getting something out of the relationship. Yeah,
1: that's exactly correct because we truly believe that nowadays it is so hard to have these business conversations, um, especially with social media, with online marketing. Uh, We use online marketing and I am always fascinated how well they can make those smart audiences and how well they can really cater every single message to the consumer. And so I really think the days of, you know, having one sales script or one conversation elevator pitch are gone. It's so hard. I mean, I used to write scripts in my previous position before I came to RevoTrack. And I mean, by the second sentence in your conversation, you're off script. Your script no longer Mm -hmm. works anymore. So really what I'm trying to do is build salespeople that really understand, hey, every single interaction you have is new, is different. So look at it as new and different and try to find the motivations of the person you're talking to in that moment.
0: Okay. So we're talking about sort of a hyper, like an approach to personalization there, which we'll get to in a second. But first, going back to social exchange theory, I think you could read this as kind of cutting against some of the current marketing wisdom, namely that to engage with people, you you need to do it in ways that are not transactional right, at least not on the surface, that you need to help people without asking for anything in return or even expecting anything in return. So to your mind, is social exchange theory, does it sort of cut against that? Or is it saying the same thing, but in a different way?
1: I truly think it's saying the same thing in a different way. Because when we think of transactional, that only means that you're trying to get something out of it. It doesn't necessarily have to be money or anything monetary out of it. It's more about providing value. And the value in that might be a great relationship. The value in that might be a good conversation or figuring out a way that maybe it's not the sale, but that you could work together later in some advisory capacity. So I really think that social exchange theory is just stating that, hey, the best relationships are mutually beneficial. So as we go through this, it's important to figure out how they can provide value to us, how we can provide value to them, whether that be a great relationship or building the rapport so that they trust us and we have that ability to go to them and they're comfortable with our product and our service. So I don't think it's necessarily mm-hmm. looking at it from this perspective of, hey, every time you go in here, you need to get what you want out of it. But it really is to show our salesmen, hey, they have different motivations than you you know, you're here to make a sale, you're here to generate a lead, you're here to create a prospect. Well, that might not be their motivation. So social exchange theory is just simply saying you got to find that common ground. So if they're coming to you out of just pure interest, if they're coming out of you because, you know, they're interested in something and they're trying to add value to us and maybe tell us a different way we could be doing something or a different approach we could use in our software, well, then we need to know that so that we can find the common ground and provide them that value back.
0: Okay, got it. Because at the end of the day, it really is about providing value, right? With with offering value value in in order to initiate a conversation without expecting, without doing it in a purely transactional way. Well, here's something for you. What do you have for me? It's offering. Just keep keeping keeping top of mind. If if you're in sales, say or marketing, that every interaction has to offer some value to the people that you're hoping to connect with.
1: Yes, because, I mean, being in this industry, especially this education industry, we see that their online messages are simply for the sale. When they're talking to districts, it's simply for the sale. The presentations, everything is centered around only their motivations. But you're not meeting them halfway and saying, well, what are your motivations? Why are you reaching out to this company? Why are you here at this conference? What are you looking for? So simply staying in your realm or in your motivations isn't going to attract that many people, especially when you think of the volume and the quality of the marketing that's out there today.
0: Yeah. Okay. I get it. So in a way, it's just kind of sales and marketing 101, at least modern sales. It can't be about you. It has to be about your customers and what's in it for them. First first and foremost and always, right. Okay, very good. So now let's talk more about personalization. You were starting to talk about that before. And again, when we talked a few weeks ago, you say that you and you train your your team to take a personalized approach to doing marketing, to doing sales. So what does that mean? And what does it look like in practice?
1: So really, every time we're about to market to someone, anytime we're going to go and present, we try to look at them from a holistic point of view. So we try to go and find the way that that school operates or that organization operates. What are their mission statements, their values? What do they find important? What have they been putting out about their five-year plan or, or anything to that sort of where they're going or where they're trying to go? And so then we come back and we try to figure out where in this company, you know, ReboTrack, do our products and services align with that? And how can we go and convey that to them in our marketing or our sales pitches, presentations, whatever it may be? The one thing I will say is it is time consuming. We run into that issue a lot when we get new salespeople. The question always is, well, why don't we just send a mass email or why don't we just do a mass campaign? And we started out doing that and we found it was so hard. The volume on social media, the volume of people trying to reach out to them to sell them products in a similar realm. It is just honestly crazy, the volume that these people are receiving of messages. So really, we think that one, you're doing a disservice by sending that mass email, because even the two you got, the time you would have spent to just do those two is really equal, if not less, than sending that mass email or that mass messaging. So that's really where we try to go. Of course, we do have mass messages that go out, but those are the big general topics that we hear the most. We just don't send mass emails all the time or mass campaigns. So, and I really think that consumers are asking for it now. If you send that mass email, they're coming back asking, well, what about me? What about my motivation? Like, I don't know if this is necessarily hitting me. And if you don't hit them in that first five seconds where this applies to you, they're gone. And it is almost impossible to get them back.
0: Yeah, I hear you. So, what would be your advice for a marketing team that wants to take a more personalized approach to, to marketing and prospecting? What's the first step down that path? First,
1: it's buying from your team. I know we have a huge variety of different people, some people that have been in sales for 25 years and some people who are just coming out of college getting into sales. And so it's really this buy-in and this understanding that you have to be agile and you have to be a student of human nature. You have to learn that aspect of what is this person doing? So it actually kind of mixes a little bit of sociology, communication, sales, business strategy. But without people willing to learn those things, it's, it's, the approach is not going to go where you want it to go. Our sales team actually came up with a playbook that they call it. And what it is, is it's actually about 35 conversations that you might um Encounter out there when you're meeting with these school districts and how others have navigated the conversation tips on maybe some things you could try in that conversation. So once again, we're really trying to get away from these structured scripts from these written elevator pitches so that you can kind of come up with it on your own. but before you can do any of that, it's about teaching your salespeople, your marketing professionals the tips on how to do that, the tricks, are really instilling in them the values that you need to be able to see that and build those conversations or campaigns, presentations in your head on the fly.
0: Okay, great advice. Well, Blake, I love that and all, the, all your great insights. So thank you for a really good conversation. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Love being here today. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe.